Let us force the enemy's surrender by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. As we have learned from the previous series, Jesus conquered all on the cross through his resurrection from the grave. But that victory has yet to be fully implemented on the earth. It is up to the body of Christ to mature and become vessels God can use to manifest this victory into being. Part of our maturing is developing the gifting within us so we are able to recognize the enemy trespassing in our midst. Being sensitive to the spirit realm is absolutely necessary because our opponents are spirits, as is also the Holy Spirit that gives us direction for the victory. In other words, we sense through our human spirit, identify the spirits by how they manifest against our flesh, and recognize who it is through our mind, fed by word of knowledge and discerning of spirits. Sounds easy, but when our flesh senses something in our atmosphere, our mind can only identify from the data it has previously gathered to determine what we are experiencing. More than likely, what we are relating the symptoms to is not correct. Why? Because we all were born from Adam, and as his descendants, we have acquired the same knowledge he and Eve chose, reason or intellect, from the tree of good and evil. Here are some examples of spirits we all experience. See if you recognize the symptoms. Does your flesh feel a headache? The spirit of intellect is lurking. Perhaps your neck feels like it would break if you turned it too fast. The rebellious spirit is visiting. When you are around those that will not break ties with the Adamic family, especially those members that say they know the Lord and may have in fact experienced baptism, but continue to walk hand in hand with the world, your stomach may have stabbing pains or you become sick at your stomach. The Moabite spirit is there. A trembling feeling, like fear, or the symptoms much like those you experience when hungry, can mean this presence of spirits bringing wrongful prayer from people that have walked away from truth. They are called the spirit of Esau. Esau's are ones that have given up their new birthright after baptism to return to the past. Then there is Leviathan, or Jezebel, that will cause your throat to tickle, making you cough, or you will perhaps get sleepy while praying or during a teach. Your lower back will be painful many times as well. In fact, when there are spirits of infirmity around, so is Jezebel. You will almost feel like you are in slow motion when this spirit is visiting, as it is a control spirit. The spirit of religion many times is with Jezebel also. It will ruin your attention span, cloud your ability to understand what is being ministered, cause you to talk during a service, and even lead you to mock the people ministering the word, as well as help Leviathan make you sick. Both Leviathan and the religious spirit collaborate with the spirit of intellect to make a person think they know everything there is to know pertaining to God and those held captive by them will not feel they need to listen to anything revelatory either. Nothing new is of much importance to those of the old church, as many are the victims of religious spirits. They know all that is necessary for the Lord's people to know. Just ask them. 
The religious spirit therefore convinces them they do not need a revealer. God speaks to them, they say, and so the truth released for this age is ignored and Satan wins. He keeps them eating from his thinking and being obedient to his spirits and his ways. They remain children of the old ways, yesterday's church, defeated, powerless, abusive towards those who love truth and friends with the accuser of the brethren. They will not be that interested in the kingdom. They are busy in this world. The childlike, who are willing to listen to truth, recognize and follow the Lamb, who is the Spirit of Truth, by the way, are those that will be here when the kingdom is established. You see, the carnal Christian cannot sense spirits, Christ's or Satan's. They pretend like they do, but they actually do not. Most of them do not really have their spirit language either, and so do not communicate in the supernatural. Actually, what's it matter? They cannot be led by the Holy Spirit anyway, because they need to be in control of all things. The spirit of error and perversion, therefore, ride the coattails of Leviathan and religion. How can you recognize perversion? If you feel your heart skipping beats, fluttering, etc., the spirit of perversion has taken up residence. This spirit will pervert the word, sex, your outlook on things, even your dreams. They come in through TV, telephone, computers, along with all the other spirits we open ourselves up to daily. There are spirits that cause clumsiness, anger, jealousy, pride, fear, to name a few. All are focused on bringing defeat into your life. There are spirits that cause calamity, accidents, and even death. But you know what? Jesus defeated every last one of these spirits. In fact, he put all of the enemy to open shame by resurrecting from the grave the victor, although they did their level best to kill him. The enemy recognizes this victory and is obedient to it in the supernatural, but on earth it is not yet enforced. The warfare we experience is designed to ruin our faith, make us unbelievers, and keep us in the dark spiritually so the victory cannot settle to the earth. Be it as you believe, the scriptures say, so the enemy is doing everything and anything it takes to rob us of what has been done for us, keeping us powerless and under their control. They are trespassers. You see, if humanity could catch a glimpse of the fullness of the victory on the cross and then begin to understand the covenants God made with man, their faith would soar, and Satan would have to leave this planet to its rightful owners, us. Faith is a law God enforces. Romans chapter 3, verse 27. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. The earth, since the battle was won by the seed of Abraham, belongs to the born again, his descendants. Our inheritance is realized through our faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 13 explains, For the promise 
that he, Jesus, would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. When the Lord's people get excited about who they are and what the promises are for God's people and agree they are the generation that will receive them, things will drastically change. All sickness, corruption, disease, and death would have to leave with Satan and his friends as they belong to only his world. The earth, with all creation, would return to its original, eternal, perfect state when God himself said, It was very good. It is the dawning of a new day, and a new cycle begins. The trumpets are sounding to move ahead. I pray you can hear them as only the children of the eighth day will answer the call and come to the mountain of God for knowledge, while the rest remain as they are, eating, drinking, and marrying, just as in the day of Noah. Matthew chapter 24, verses 38 and 39 prophesies this very thing. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. So we can see how imperative it is to be able to detect our enemy, resist him, and drive him out. Many do not even believe in evil spirits, however, And quite a few of those that do cannot pinpoint them specifically to wage war successfully. Here is how the problem came about. The church at large was built and educated by man's intellect through his soul man, influenced by Satan. He, of course, would not allow man to identify him or his evil followers if there is any way he can stop it. He is aware that Jesus gave us all authority over the power of the enemy. He also knows when the Lord's people find out who they really are and their family rights, there will be no stopping them. In fact, if we just have the faith of the size of a mustard seed, Jesus said we can move mountains. That is all the faith we need personally as individuals, a tiny little mustard seed worth. We also know God's people have the backing of his angels and that Christ's spirit dwells in us to guarantee the victory. But more importantly, the Holy Spirit is drawing us together as a body through the end time message released for this generation and this age to enforce his victory to the earth. Now, by faith, look how much more we can accomplish as his body. You see, this is why we must be able to discern the enemy. We can no longer accept their presence as the norm. The Lord hears our thoughts. If our response to life's crisis is in line with the word, and we have no doubt in Christ's victory over the situation, he will see to it we get the victory. Miracles are born, and God's kingdom is manifested to earth. For instance, Jesus defeated sickness, sin, curses, and all the corrupting influence they have been inflicting on us since the garden. Now that we know they do not have a right to us, 
We must stand our ground and keep their sabotage out of our lives. Do not reach for the meds when you have symptoms of illness. Trust Jesus bore our infirmities and took our diseases, and by his stripes we were healed. Jesus said, It is finished, and it is. Jesus also said, As you believe, let it be. Look at what he told the centurion in Matthew chapter 8, verse 13. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Notice, not right away. He also told the blind in Matthew chapter 9, verse 29. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. We must not waver in our hearts. The people of God must believe it to see it, not see it to believe it, and with their mind's eye walk the victory out. In closing, we do not have to struggle to win. We have already won. The victory just needs to be brought into the physical realm to touch all of creation. As mentioned before, it is our job, our privilege to be vessels Jesus can use. So let us unite as the body of Christ and come as a family to the table where the end time message is being served and the head of the household, Christ, is briefing us through his spirit on the tactics of the enemy. The trumpets are blowing. Can't you hear them calling in the children? The liberty bell is ringing. Dinner is served. The commander-in-chief is patiently waiting for us to digest the knowledge of who he really is and who the enemy is. So together, as his family, we can force the enemy's surrender of our planet.